I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burr, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app. You're listening to a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hello and a very warm welcome to Hindustan Times Leadership Studio, a coveted club where we get thought leaders to understand about better conversations for tomorrow. With me is a very special guest today. With me is Gurpreet Bhatia, who is the CEO of. Livgard Energy Technology Private Limited. Yeah, Gurpreet, thank you for talking to us. And Delighted to be here. Yeah, my first question to you really is that you know the major point of conversation across all boardrooms in the country right now is this vision that the country has of becoming a five trillion economy by 2025. I really want to understand from you that do you think it's realistic? And what perhaps could be the challenges as a country to realize that vision? Because this conversation is really about leadership. And leaders like you do this day in and day out for yourself, right? Set up a target and achieve that. So I want to sort of extrapolate that at a country level. Do you think we can really achieve this or not? I think uh, from my perspective, uh, achievement of this goal is immaterial. I think the starting point of setting an ambitious goal is a great start in itself. And we heard today several speakers talk about it. Michael Phelps talk about it, that how setting an ambitious goal is so critical. Uh, and that's a fabulous start in itself. I'm very proud and, uh, and, and feel privileged to be part of an Indian right now because that journey of sustainable growth, that the structural change the country is going through, uh, makes me very confident that it's an achievable goal. Uh, and, and we've seen several initiatives uh, the government and industry is taking. According to me, one of the big challenge uh, uh, to realize that goal would be education because although we claim we are a very young country, but a young population who's not skilled enough and doesn't have the uh, necessary education and background to be employable uh, for the future, I see that as a key challenge. Uh, I think uh, both the government and a lot of uh, private enterprise has identified this as a key challenge and working towards it. Uh, I have no doubt that with the mission and the vision that we have for our country, even this would be overcome and we would be a highly skilled country to really progress and be the country of the $5 trillion economy that we talk about. But education I see as a very key area of focus uh, for us, our development. You spoke about education and skilling, the need to skilling to realize that vision. I want to understand that, you know, manufacturing the subject, you know, that's what you really do day in and day out. You're part of that industry. How critical is manufacturing the space and sector to realize that growth and vision? And then we can perhaps talk about the challenges that you are facing, the way you are building out your enterprise. So that's a great question. We are a very young company. We are like five year old. <laughs> and. Uh, in five years, we like compounding each year by about 60-70%, we're doubling our business. And to double our business, manufacturing is quite critical uh, in the energy storage space. 
uh, and we are very pleased that in this journey we've not only invested well in advance uh, that shows our confidence in our product and services reaching to the consumers and hence investing in advance with the scale and size of manufacturing uh, that we have set up uh, i think in a sp in a span of last 18 months we spent it uh, we've invested close to about 300 crores in expanding our uh, our portfolio of uh, manufacturing footprint in himachal the progress we've seen in terms of ease of setting up these facilities what they were like 10 15 years ago we set up our first factory in 2006 and now six others were set up in the last 12 18 months uh, we've not identified any big challenge Uh, including labor was a conversation today yeah uh, although getting skilled labor was a challenge however it it it's an it's more incumbent on the enterprise itself what their practices human practices are how they engage with their people and i i'm really pleased to sh uh, share uh, that you know we never even have a union as far our plant is concerned that's important because that's that's a big detrimental to progress and uh, we've actually focused on all the right people processes and people engagement uh, right now we are very satisfied touchwood uh, uh, the expansion has gone uh, gone on full uh, full throttle and we've already announced future plans i mean the world is talking of ev in india lithium in india we've actively setting up uh, manufacturing setup for lithium here So we are very excited about the whole manufacturing opportunity that the country provides. It's interesting you mentioned about the EV and lithium opportunity. You know, I want to understand from you when can India be fully EV ready? So while there seems to be a lot of intent from the top to really realize that vision, but are we really ready to sort of have EV on a mass scale? I mean, what do you think? But the disruption is really looking and staring at us right in front of our eyes, right? How right. do we sort of lap up this opportunity then? I've been uh, a strong proponent that India is already EV. It's already EV. Already EV. Uh, Why do you say that? We've got. I mean, I think uh, what the media and consumers look at EV is. private motors passenger cars as the mass ev however if you if you look back at the last 3 4 years uh we don't realize that there are about 1.5 million electric e rickshaws already on indian roads which is the last mile connectivity and today again the prime minister talked of really deep root structural changes now this 1.5 million e rickshaws are providing our consumers that last mile connectivity and it's it's a significant market and and just pleased to share today our group has launched its own ev vehicle wow and 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 uh, looking ahead so ev is the pillar of growth for you as you go forward uh, both from energy storage battery perspective and one of the verticals of the group sar group is going to be ev now that's already happened now your question is when are we going to be fully electric Now that's a stargazing. I mean, when we look at the world, not even five six percent of the vehicle population is EV right now. But from our group perspective, we strongly believe that the small commercial and passenger, which is the three wheeler autos, e rickshaws, small loaders, are going to be EV very quickly because of the aggregators coming in. Second area of focus for us is the the two wheelers. Mm hmm. two wheelers are going to i we personally feel that that's an area where uh, the country is going to move to ev 
very very rapidly bus mass transport could be another se- sector private motorist i think it'll take its own journey our personal view is that uh, this is going to be like next 4 5 years an accelerated growth lot of learning curve for the country new regulations will come in as we learn along and then there will be some stability after about 4 5 years and then the growth will happen so it's an exciting space but for us i think small passenger commercial two wheeler is the big ev disruption likely to happen uh, which is i would say in the next 24 to 36 months so your point is that we began well yeah. in terms of with e rickshaws the advent happened on the right note and now we are taking it to two wheelers three wheelers that's where the progression is happening gradually so in the private motorist side in the private motorist side yes okay tell me one thing gurpreet are there any examples that we can follow as a nation in our transition to ev and as a company are you looking at some models in the west as the as the way you sort of transgress on this journey of you know ev that's a great question uh, i think uh, the way we look at it is that india is so unique <laughs> in itself yeah. uh, with, you know with the diversity that we have and uh, my approach uh, to uh, to any solution from an indian context is understand the application in the indian context and give a solution what is tailor made for the indian consumer uh, there's Because no our glo- challenges are different there are challenges are very different hmm. uh, there is no global kind of playbook playbook that you could just come and copy paste uh, copy here. paste it here i mean even if you look at an e-rickshaw designed for four people can yeah. six it's a good point yeah so i think the whole approach of the industry is that make something tailor made for the country the challenges that we have the kind of uh, uh, people and consumers that we are was so value seekers uh, it's going to be difficult to just uh, pick up something from the world and paste it here yes there are learnings of technology i think the lithium technology what china has developed and other countries have developed is way ahead uh, and that's something uh, to collaborate on uh, take learnings adapt and then deliver and execute from an indian context thank so you gurpreet thank you very thank much thank you so much for having us thank you this was a hindustan times production brought to you by hd smartcast hd smartcast I'm Annie Apple and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series Raising April. It's the most intimate sports related conversations you will hear. Each week we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Bosa, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising April on your favorite podcast app.